The one about being a good sub. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be sexy. I'm trying to be fucking sexy. <laughs> I'm trying to do the like with the intro there. You're listening. Yeah. You know. Don't you laugh at me? The humiliation. You fucking love it. Marie, how are you today? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm not fucking saying I'm tired. Like, I'm tired <laughs> of saying I'm fucking tired, bro. Like, it's so it's so boring. Yeah. It's so boring. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. What have you got to update us on? So exciting update because yeah. I've got permission from <gasps> Jacob to talk about this. It's very exciting. Was me doming him for the first time his first submissive experience wow yeah, which is really fun um because i figured out that like uh, like i've been so confused with am i a sub am i a switch mm. and i think i'm a I'm, well i know i'm a sub but i love doming doms yeah doming subs don't really do it for me but doming doms on another map oh my days the control the power the the hatred like (laughs) i love it so fucking much and specifically tickling as well so me being a lee them being a lure and i love luring lures it is like especially such ticklish ones like jacob who fucking lost his motherfucking mind did he yeah it was so fucking good it's like one of one of the best best tickle sessions i've ever given to someone wow yeah it was did so he good. enjoy being sub so enjoyment i don't know if enjoy is quite the word um yeah. it's it was a really good experience it, he he was saying that it was something he, because he knows, he was like, you know, to be a good Dom, I know I need to sub to really see what it's like, to really feel that. Yeah. And one evening, we, funnily enough, we went, we led on it because we had like a, a heated debate and right. there was like a bit of a power exchange. And then we kind of got like hot and heavy and I was like, hey, I'm not really feeling this subby role. And he was like, yeah, yeah no, I'm feeling that. And I was like, I think I'm feeling like my Dom energy. I was like, can can I tie you up and tickle you? And he was like, uh, okay, um, okay. And I was like, yeah, let's come now. Let's go now. And so, yeah, tied him, tied him up to the bed, <laughs> face down in like a crucifix position with his like legs together. Wow. Um, ankles tied, wrists tied. You know, yeah. he, was, he was, it was really tightly bound. I towed his big toe, tied his big toes together. Cause he was saying like, oh yeah, I don't think you're going to, get it out of me i don't think like my feet are that ticklish and i'm there like <laughs> little do you fucking know <laughs> you're fucked mate like i am you're a pro <laughs> um and yeah so kind of like got into his psyche um got into his head you know by dirty talking being like like oh you're gonna fucking hate this you know, like, you think you're not that sensitive, but I'm going to find all your little spots that drive you fucking crazy. You know, all this shit. Um, all the... Did you? And did I, yeah. So, <sighs> like, yeah, he is extremely ticklish on his, like, ribs, torso, underarms. Yeah. And motherfucker, he lost his mind. He lost his fucking mind. And I did this game with him where I was tickling his feet and I was using, like, oil and hairbrushes on his feet. Um, and I was like, if you make a single sound in other under 20 seconds, it was either 20 or 10. I was like, I am going to tickle your top half. And oh my God, I could tell he was trying so hard. He was also trying really hard not to break my restraints because, you know, that boy's strong. And yeah, in the he end, got muscles. Yeah, got them muscles. He did break my restraints. Yeah. He fully broke them. Oh no. But, I know, but it's okay. They'll survive. I kind of semi-fixed it. They were going to yeah. break anyway, you know. Um, so yeah, I finally got him to make like a whimpered moan, like like trying so hard not to make that noise. And so yeah, I ended up sitting on top of him and he lost his fucking mind and it was the best thing ever. He was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know, he was like fully freaking out. It was so good. Of course, we spoke about safe words beforehand. Um, and the best thing about it was when we finally did stop 
and he was like he fully was submerged in subspace so he was like there he was like whoa he was like he was like what the fuck is this subspace it feels like i'm on drugs what the hell he was like yeah i can't think i can't do anything and i was like yeah that's exactly it that's what i feel like when you fuck the shit out of me you know <laughs> um and when i'm saying like well i'm really subspacey right now like yeah you know, it's all like, like, oh my god it's actually really really cool that he's experienced this right it was amazing yeah. he, he he gets it i don't think he's going to be jumping in sub in like sub mode anytime soon he definitely feels the dom energy more but like that was such a great experience and on top of that i ended up like fucking him dom style like um even though he broke the wrist cuffs i made him hold his hands up and i was basically like yeah like teasing i was sat sat on his cock and we put like oil between us so i was like rubbing my pussy over his cock up and down teasing him like yeah dirty talking with him like you want this inside you and and had this like amazing slow fuck experience (gasps) and i voice noted you this because i was like i dommed jacob and put the wand so like i was sitting on top of him i put the wand on his chest and i kind of half sat on the wand as well and i came so fucking quick like yeah really quick which was actually extremely surprising for me because in my head I was like, I don't give a fuck about turned on by yeah. doming him. Either that or the pressure was off because I wasn't so focused on his pleasure and him coming and um I felt like I'm just gonna use you like a toy. You know, I don't really give a fuck about your pleasure. I don't care about your orgasm right now. I'm just gonna yeah. use you for mine. It was like a whole switch. So Ooh. yeah, I, I literally I mean I was G spot coming all the way through because, you know, thank you. Thank you, body, for getting me there. Um, but the, nice. the clitoral orgasm just popped off immediately. That sounds heavenly. I love that like slow, deep, penetrative sex like that. I think there's something really cool about um, being on top and using the vibrator at the same time because it does just kind of feel like you're like, I'm not moving enough for you to feel yes. like yeah, yeah, yeah. that much right now. So it really is... Just it's like I'm for us. My pussy is just like twitching and grabbing and clenching your cock, but I'm not actually riding it. It's just yeah. there, like yeah. soaking in my pussy juices. Yeah. I actually yeah, weirdly shit. did the same thing the last time I had sex last week. Ah. To orgasm. It's a good move. Like we need to yeah. name this move. Maybe Ooh, it's like it's instead like, of the lazy bitch, it's like the unlazy bitch. Well, it's like the, it's like you've got a tri a tri. What's what are they called the tripod? <laughs> no. Oh, um, like a trident. Yeah, no, a wait, trident. No, is that chewing gum? <laughs> I was like trying to think what the thing that what does, the seat... what does Ariel's dad have? Yeah, that's what I was going at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that's the wand, and you're kind of like sitting up upon a rock. Are you talking about it's like a little mermaid moment? <laughs> yeah, you're like or up you... upon this rock. Yeah, like Little Mermaid sitting on on her rock, you know? Yeah, it's on her rock getting like fucking splashed by the waves. With her wand. And it kind of is like that when you orgasm. You're like, fuck. Because also when you come, you can't sit still as well. You're like, no. (laughs) Yeah, like jerking around. It's like fucking buckaroo. It is like buck. Maybe that's the name of the... Well, it's the buckaroo. It's I the don't know. No, that do doesn't like, sound right yeah, either. Because it, it's all because you're sitting there solid and you're not moving. Yeah. You're just like kind of like grinding a little bit. The mm. wet mermaid. Yeah, wet mermaid, or like the get up and go, or like the I own this. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, yeah like the, the. I love just being able to come on someone's dick though, without mm. like needing. I don't want them to come during it. I'm like, no, you stay. Yeah, you fucking stay. You hold that jism. I'm yeah. gonna get my fix. And then they watch me do some crazy cum and they're always like... <laughs> <laughs> like what? The wide-eyed, the wide-eyed like... She okay, man? You Are you okay? <laughs> when and it's I like always, the possessed cum. <laughs> I always say something really stupid after cums like that as well. Like, oh, really needed that. <laughs> Fucking hell, dad mode. Dad mode like, unlocked. Oh, haven't haven't orgasmed like that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I 
how to turn someone off immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, like when you like pat them, like getting off, like ah, thanks thank for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I think I even did say like thank you. Thank. I mean, I always thank. thank. Thanks. I always like, thank. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for blessing me with your penis. Yeah. Actually, the guy that I fucked is not Daddy. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, but that sounds really fucking good, Reed. Thank you. It was really great. And I had to share it with you all, especially yeah. as this is the submissive episode where we wanted oh, to talk about yes. everything submissive, how to how to be a good submissive, what kind of tips we have, like what kind of, what different types of submissive there are as yeah. well. Because there's, it, it's it's a big old thing. And we've been submissive for a long time now. Mm. Yeah, we have. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I would say since, since I was thought, sexual thoughts, they were always submissive thoughts. Yeah, I mean, same. I used to have fantasies about... I was actually talking about this on one of my OnlyFans voice notes to people. I was um, like a fantasy that I've had for a really long time is being kind of like kidnapped, tied Mm -hmm. up. So I'm just like hanging in this like, I don't know, like metal apparatus, kind of like sex swing kind of set up. And like I'm blindfolded and like people just come and use me. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking that's hot. And that's been one of my fantasies since I was probably way too young to be thinking about that. Yeah. And I wonder where those fantasies come from. You know, is it the fact that we are women and we're supposed to be subservient in society? Is it that we watch, like, movies that have that mm. in? Like, what is it that... Why does that all boil down to? Because I do believe that most women, most vagina owners are submissive you know i'd love to know a statistic of like like the subs to doms in the world that yeah. would be really cool i mean it would make sense because of the way that society has built mm-hmm. you know like women have only had rights for a very short amount of time in history yes. so it is kind of in our genetics and our genes to have been treated as submissives Mm -hmm. for such a long time and to be used so i wonder if it's actually partly in our makeup because it's in our dna from the past like yeah however many actual dna i mean you you think about like going back to like caveman times and Yeah. yeah i imagine that the men were dominant and the women weren't so much but then that's not always the case in the animal kingdom when you think about like actually wait i was thinking about lions where the women go off and find the food but the men are still the one that like the the males are still the ones that kind of like rule the pack and eat the food that they've caught and and also there's a lot of animal animal non-consensual sex (laughs) like a lot (laughs) a lot yes animals do they even ask for consent? That is the question. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't fucking think so. No. But then obviously there are some like races of animals that have um, the women being the more dominant partner. So birds, you know, when like the birds choose a mate and they yeah. have to, you know, they, they consent to being shagged or not. This is true. And the men are the ones that are like being all pretty and like... I'm dancing. It's me. It's me. Like, look. (laughs) I wish men were like that. Paradise. Yes. But then again, you are saying that on. It's not all birds. It's birds of paradise. So thinking about ducks, on the other hand, where like, it's really bad. The non. Yeah, I'm gonna say the word like the duck rape is awful. Apparently awful. What are we talking about? I don't know. Isn't that why, isn't that why like DNA um, genetics, like some uh, animals have, you know, like corkscrew vaginas and then some animals have evolved to have corkscrew penises. Like, like I think it's ducks. I think ducks have corkscrew penises because of the rape situation in duck society. Yeah. Wow. That is fucked up ducks. Yeah. Oh, bees. Oh my God. I know it's not the same, but like I've seen documentaries where sometimes the, the male bees end up killing the female bee. Because they're trying to mate with her. 
Wow. It's really sad, yeah. And I'm that sure there are other really animals. Sad. I can I can hear our audience now like shouting out all the fucked upery that animals have given that they've seen. Yeah. So yeah, we I mean, technically, right, we are animals. We are very intelligent animals, but we are mm-hmm. still animals at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think <laughs> there's a huge part of maybe especially now where you know, women are do have more power and we have more like equality in the world not enough but there's something in that that like it's so anti-feminism that it's hot because it's like it's like the dirty the wrong the shameful you shouldn't let a man control you so it's like damn that's fucking hot please control me apparently this is what my friend alice lovegood was telling me last night there's a study about kink and fetish and over in i think it was somewhere in scandinavia like sweden or something they did this test um asking a bunch of people about cuckolding and cuckolding nobody really thought about cuckolding cuckolding didn't come up in this test as a fantasy or as a kink for most people occasionally but they did the same test over in the u.s in like a predominantly christian state and cuckolding was the highest kink or fantasy that men thought about because of that like the oh. you know the shame and the way that the society had been when over in scandinavia um fuck it might not even be scandinavia it might be europe i'm butchering this but they were saying because like sex was so open and kinks were so widely accepted and it wasn't taboo then it was like not even a thing wow yeah so yeah cuckolding is the dynamic between generally a couple generally speaking male female couple where the cuckold is the man who watches his female partner get fucked by other men so it's kind of like a submissive role of like, yeah, you have no control. I'm going to fuck other guys. They're going to fuck me better. They've got better dicks. They've got, yeah. you know, they're going to make me come harder. And you have to sit there and watch it or hide in a wardrobe or whatever the dynamic is. The dynamic can swap as well. It yeah. can be different. That's a very like submissive state for a man to be in as well. Yeah. But like the shame of it, of course it's going to be a turn on. It's yeah. fucking hot. You know what I I put on I have a new um like OnlyFans baiting um TikTok and <laughs> I put up a video cuz there's this trending audio that's like a woman, uh, a guy saying you're you're the most jealous woman I know and then her reply is you know other women <laughs> and I put like a little thing that was like hot take I think men want us to be this jealous and a few people commented being like yeah like yeah. we want someone to fight like want we want to know that someone would like fight for us and that and then someone was like yeah because of this level of jealousy doesn't cheat and it's like what so <laughs> interesting that's fucking interesting what do you mean this level of jealousy doesn't cheat i would say that jealous level of jealousy is more likely to cheat yeah because you're like if not... you think someone else is gonna be fooling around then you're more likely to do it yourself yeah and it's also not really about jealousy like jealousy is all down to insecurities if you're feeling insecure then yeah. you might your security might be found in fucking another person. Oh my god, that's so fascinating. But I do enjoy the jealousy part. Like, like I enjoy that because it's I'm like, ooh, I feel jealous. Why do yeah. I feel jealous? Let's try and figure this out. And you know what? When I've had partners in the past, um, my long term relationship, and then someone said to the the love bombing guy, um, mm. have have been like, yeah, I don't get jealous. I don't get jealous. Like. You know, mm. it's not just not part of my DNA. And every time they've said that, I've been like, but I kind of huh. want you to be yeah. slightly jealous. And my yeah, my ex-quarantine bae was quite jealous and, sub- mm. like, not submissive, jealous submissive. and <laughs> possessive. <laughs> it wasn't submissive. No. Um, yeah, and I liked that. Mm. about him because also it made me feel like he cared that cared and like goes against rationale because they like you so much yeah Uh, we're not condoning jealousy jealousy isn't a great (laughs) thing but it can be turned 
into something good it can be turned into something sexy even i feel like jacob and i are turning it into a bit of a kink of like oh like i feel jealous like i'm gonna make you jealous or i'm gonna be hotter and better than the other person you know that kind of thing i feel like it can be really um motivating to make yourself do better and be better I think it can be quite a healthy emotion to feel, but there's definitely levels of jealousy where it's like definitely not healthy and it's all based in your own insecurities and like toxic masculinity in a lot of cases. Because in in that case on the TikTok, I think like a lot of that would be based on toxic masculinity of not feeling like man enough if your woman doesn't feel jealous of you talking to other women. Yeah, or... Or talking to other women, talking to other men, fucking other men, especially in the ENM community. And you're mm. right about being not jealous at all. It's almost like if you're if you're not feeling any jealousy, is that avoidance? Is that shutting down your emotions yeah. for a different reason? Interesting. Because mm. I I think I want someone that like like Quarantine Bay who was like, yeah, I am a bit jealous, and yeah. that's because I really like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good to talk about the jealousy. It's nice. Yeah. But yeah, the if you're saying like, no, no, I don't get jealous. Is that just people pleasing? Because you don't want to upset the other person, you know? Ooh. We've gone right or, way off topic. But... Do they? We have. <laughs> or does it mean they're just not that into you? Potentially. Potentially. But then I think a lot of people do say, yeah, I'm just not a jealous person. Yeah. I used to say that. I used to say I'm. And I, don't, I still don't technically think I'm a jealous person. Yeah. But I'm more in tune. I'm now enjoying being more in tune. It's, I don't think I recognised mm. what jealousy was in the same way as I thought it was. And now I'm enjoying being in tune with that jealousy and being like, oh, I feel a bit jealous. And like, I'm kind of, I don't know, excited to talk to Jacob about it. Be like, why oh, have I felt jealous? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, it's kind of like, cute. Oh my God. Yeah, it, it's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, yeah, off topic. <laughs> Let's get back onto submission. I don't know how yes. we went into jealousy. It's because of the cock holding thing. You were saying your earliest memories of kind of sex and being turned on was submissive. I mean, extreme submissive as well. You're like, extreme. you know, bondage, cage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think I got to experience being properly submissive for a long time when it, mm. when it came to my sex life. I think yeah. like... I don't think I experienced it until we started Come Curious and I went on those dates with that guy from that I met from the Camming website. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we played with, like, he brought, like, spread a bar and, like, restraints and a ball gag and, like, all this shit. And I was like, mm. wow. And he hit me. And I was like, I fucking <laughs> love it. He asked, obviously, and it was like a light slap in the face. But I was like, whoa. Into this. Like, I am wet. And I was dripping. Like, I have never been so turned on that I had full-on wetness dripping down my leg. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, when you're, like, finally feeling in a safe space to just go a bit wild. Yeah, I was not in a safe space. (laughs) In terms of, like... I met this dude from a fucking cam site. Could have been know, anyone. It's no, but it's no different to meeting somebody on a dating app. Except more so because you actually got to know this guy way before you met him. True. Yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe we're discolouring this guy because he's in the sex worker world. You know, we see yeah, him as he was paying for service. Perverted. It's exactly the same with my sex work. Exactly the same. Loads of people are. Oh my god! But the safety. I'm like, how is it any more unsafe to me meeting a goddamn random stranger yeah, off of a dating? Because app? I'm saying that I was more unsafe because I was a sex worker in that yes. situation. Even though it wasn't like you know it wasn't paid for service. We were literally just dating. Yeah. It was. I. I'm still seeing myself as less safe because of that. Right. That's really yeah. fascinating. Yeah. It and it isn't. I think it's the stereotype of what we put on people who pay for sex or pay for sex. Yes. Work. Like, they must be perverts. Yeah. They must be dangerous because all we ever fucking hear yeah. is violence against sex workers. True. And I like, you know, we've I've developed way further since then. And now I'm like, I would fucking pay for sex. Absolutely. I've got friends I... that pay for sex. I feel more safe meeting up with a client than I do like somebody off of a dating app for sure. Yeah. Especially, especially if they're submissive. 
especially because I know that I'm fully in control and I know that they're not going to do anything to fuck around because they know who I am. They don't want to ruin the service or the experience. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, like, of course there are exceptions to the rule and shit things do happen, but also shit things fucking happen on dates with people, with people you love and know shit things fucking happen. Yeah, this is very true. We've also gone mm-hmm. off topic again. We have. It's, yeah. Today is a today's a tangent episode. <laughs> Fuck it is. Fuck it is. Rambly tangent episode. But I love I love this. It's good topics. Good. Yeah, topic. it's yeah, all really good cool. things to talk about. But it's because mm-hmm. submission can be so many things, and it like brings up yeah. so much about like ourselves, what we like, our experiences. Mm-hmm. Because being submissive in sex is such a vulnerable space to be in and you need to make sure that you're you know doing it with the right people but we've all had situations where we've experimented and we've like done things where we might not have felt like totally safe and mm. trusted well, the partner being submissive is almost a bit like trial and error you won't know mm. you're not into something until you give it a go and you realize that's not your thing or you don't like the way that that feels i mean obviously yeah. if you were thinking like no i don't want to do that like I don't know. I don't want like a fucking hive of bees stinging me on my ass. Yeah. Um, I, I know I don't want that, but yeah. it's, it's, it is about testing your boundaries and your limits in a safe space with somebody that you can trust. Yeah. Um, so how do you know that, how, how did you know that you were submissive? Like what was the things that came mm. to mind that you were like, okay, this is what I really enjoy when it comes to sex. <laughs> okay. Um, I, some of my first fantasies around being submissive were always based in school. It was always the teacher student dynamic. I loved that fantasy. I couldn't escape from it. Um, I loved watching films where there was always like a perpetrator and a victim, you know, like horror films, thriller films. I always loved (laughs) the villain. I always fantasized about being, yeah, kidnapped by the villain. And my first ever fucking orgasm was looking at my brother's PlayStation 2 magazine where a character was holding a gun to that audience. And I was oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like masturbating over him. I was imagining that he was holding the gun to my head, you know? Wow. When I was like, I must have been like 14, maybe younger. Oh, yeah, it was 14 for my first orgasm, but definitely way before then I was having fantasies yeah. around being submissive. I wonder if like... um I was like megaly emo when I was mm. a kid. And there's something intertwined yeah, with being alternative and slightly gothy that kind of leads into more kink, I would say. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There's got to be some science behind it because I feel like a huge part of that is enjoying the the alternative side of things, the, the darkness, yeah. knowing that there is something bigger, something more than what is just put in front of you. Yeah, because kink is dark. It is dark. Yeah. Like, we're like, messing around with things that are about, like, non-consensual consensual non-consensual like restraining um, like kidnapping like doing things like being forced to to do things Mm -hmm. choking things that are like close to someone like abusing you you know well it's it's yeah it's close to fucking violence but that's also why we like it because it's the shame of it it's like pain and pleasure yeah being pain and pleasure and also being told that this is bad and this is not good and it's it's something that's so again you know most of us are into this shit before we even realize it's bad or good it's just we're into it and then we're like oh people don't actually normally do this oh fuck i used to like get off on fantasies about like people just doing what they want with me yeah all the time fantasy Yeah. yeah and i think it's so so normal and i think I I do feel that society has formed a huge part of that uh, and how we feel. You know, like there is a real shortage of female, or I should say non-male doms, female doms, mm. non-binary doms, trans doms. We don't get it as much. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't think there's a shortage in male subs though. I feel like there are so many male subs. And I think a lot more people 
want to be submissive than they let on to themselves yes 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 yes. or they like the lifestyle they're like hmm i like this i'll be dom and it's only until they feel really comfortable and comfortable in their sexuality and their masculinity then they might try being submissive without it feeling like it's impacting on on their themselves and how and their identity and how they portray themselves but that's Mm. that can take fucking ages like i was terrified the first time i played dom didn't really know what I was doing. I was oh, nervous. I was like, fuck, this Dom's doesn't come... scary. Yeah, it doesn't come naturally to me at all. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's about what comes naturally to you. Yeah, and what's really interesting, I think, is that a lot of guys that do dom don't hit women in the face and they have, like, a weird thing against that and they're just like, I can't do that. But it's like, why can you do all of the other things but not that? What? Wait, where's the line? Where's the separation? How... Like where we yeah, where is the line? Where is it too much to cross over the line? You yeah. know, you can spank somebody's ass without consent because yeah. it's funny, but you won't smack me in the face when I actually ask you to. Yeah. And I also this is very true, like literally non consensually smack you in the ass, squeeze your I bum, hate like that touch so you fucking much. Whenever. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then they don't do something when you're like, I really want you to do this to yeah. me. Because it's more about them and they're being really selfish um but also do they just know that like they kind of want to do it and they're like no this is so wrong trying i don't know i don't know if it's just selfishness i feel like there is something inherently in that that's going i don't feel comfortable with this yeah the the guys for me that have said that they won't ever do that have been very judgmental of guys that do yes which it's just, you know, that it's the judgment, isn't it? Because it's like, if it's something that you both consent to as consenting adults, there shouldn't be a judgment at all. They're judging on an idea yeah. of what that person is. They're like, how could you get off on that? Like, how could you get off on that? How could you fucking get off on half the fucking shit that we get off on? Exactly. You know, it's just like, stop the judgment. People mm-hmm. are just into fucking weird shit. I don't know what the difference is by choking someone and hitting them in the face. To me, choking someone is more brutal than hitting them in the face because hitting them in the face isn't going to kill them. Choking someone could kill someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially when done stupid. So it's like if you get off on choking someone mm. and not hitting them in the face 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 <laughs> then that doesn't add up in my brain. Mm. Is it porn though? Is it just because of the porn we watch? You know, we see choking. It's so fucking normalized in porn. Yeah. In, in yeah. hardcore porn. Less so the face slapping. You do see it quite a bit, but less so. Choking is just always there, it seems like. Maybe that's just maybe that's just like an insight on what kind of porn I watch and what I what I grew up with. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a real tough one. Um but yeah, there are different types of submission as well. You know, you were saying you didn't first experience being submissive until you had somebody there that was willing to do a scene with you, that was willing to yeah. like get the ball gag and like the the flogger and whatever else they yeah. use, the leg spreader. Ooh, you know what? Would you call being submissive, like I used to have do like vampire role play with one of my first boyfriends. That's kind of submissive. submissive. See, this is what I was about to say. Because, like, thinking about the submissive stuff that I did with boyfriends, that was yeah. just, like, light. You know, it was, like, a bit of light tying up or a bit of, like, power play in the dark or actually, no, it was, like, really extreme, like, porn-esque power play. But, mm. yeah, you know, if you're playing with a vampire fantasy where you're playing the the damsel in distress and they're there to bite you, that yeah. I feel like that's a an, definitely an element of submission. Yeah, it is. Because you're the one receiving mm. the pain as well. Maybe that's why we're subby as well, you know, all the fucking vampire films and fucking... Fucking love vampire shit. All all of the films that portray women as weak damsels in distress. And I was, I'm sitting there wet, like, I want to be here so much. Like, that's not a good fucking example for me. (laughs) No. It's not a good example for anyone. No. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Although my, like, favourite damsel in distress is... um, her in the one in hercules because she had an attitude megara was amazing she is dead. yeah 
she's fucking dead but she's still a damsel in motherfucking distress and it still turned me on man but it's still like she yeah she had she was bratty she was fucking bratty oh my god she was a brat she was a submissive brat brat. full submissive brat subby brat she fucking loved it yes yes i watched hercules a lot (laughs) yeah hercules was one of the best yeah i mean there are some other films where I don't know. They're all pretty fucking subby, aren't they? Yeah. Except Mulan. Mulan's dope. Yeah. Okay. So as much as like what inspired us and where our submission came from, mm-hmm. how do we now be a good sub? A good sub. Yeah. Um. And this is very, you know, like a, a good sub. We don't know how to be good subs or the best subs. Like we are still learning. It is still very much yeah. a learning process. And also... Like, we can only really do what we feel is best for us. That's not necessarily Mm. best for each dom or each other person that we're with. This might not fit into anyone else's book. I feel like the top tip that I would have is knowing that you're the one that has control. Yeah. So, yeah, if you are the submissive, you should be, you, you should feel like the one ultimately that has control. You know, like you are the one with the safe words. You are the one with the traffic light system. Your dominant, the person doming you will not go past the point that is unacceptable. Um, of course, there's also playing around with going past safe words. Like I really I'm enjoying that kind of play at the moment. But still, ultimately, you feel safe in that environment. It has been a cre- it's been a created environment for you to have that kind of play. But yeah. if you do genuinely feel uncomfortable or scared, then then you are not in control. And there's something off here. You know, you should be the one in full control, even if it doesn't feel like it. I would also say that knowing who you are knowing your limits knowing what you like and don't like i think i think a dangerous sub is someone that says i have no limits do anything you like to me that is scary that is not safe like knowing that you don't like to be choked is amazing and putting it out there or knowing that like you don't like a bag on your head or you don't like non-consensual role play you know really stating that and knowing it and not being afraid to state it as well I think is really powerful or even if you don't know particularly just be like okay like I want to explore this but having said that like I might really not like this and just being able to communicate the level of exploration that you want to do with someone as well having like a really in-depth conversation about what you want to try where you want to go like I think this should be everything every single like sub and doms conversation before a whole scene is like okay where are we going to take this Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's not just the dominance role to make sure that you're the one being safe, that you're the one that's like expressing your limits. Like it's also on you. It's really important that it's on you. It's the same with the aftercare. You know, it's, it is important that submissives get aftercare because of um, subspace, but doms also get dom drop and they also might need aftercare too. It's really important knowing what kind of aftercare you like yeah you know whether or not that's for me i figured out mm-hmm. that i don't really want to be touched immediately afterwards i like no no no, don't touch me but then later on i want cuddles and affection and yeah. i also want like a three days later text message asking me how that mm. went i think that's what i learned in the last year was to c- communicate effectively before the scene what you mm-hmm. would desire for aftercare because i had an awesome fucking scene on my birthday and didn't get the aftercare that I wanted yes. after it and I was fully in subspace and I all I needed was someone to hold me and I wasn't mm-hmm. able to communicate that properly afterwards because I just you know like in subspace you're like oh I don't know I'll just stay here and like yeah. You, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't think you can't make decisions or choices you're just like yeah, yeah you don't want to say like hey can you come over here and cradle me <laughs> yeah cuddle me yeah but like we should yeah. we should we should be able to say that we should need to say that or at least like you said talk about it beforehand yeah but now that that's happened now that you've realized that you needed that like you're going to say it to the next person yeah it's really fucking annoying because i like remember that scene quite a lot when i and masturbating and stuff and I'm like it went like it went so deep like I was like being choked and fucking slapped in the face and you know when you just feel like your eyes are all watery and you're just like a yeah. mess and I'm like that was hot as fuck 
Mm. Like, so hot. But yeah, like, the needed that aftercare. Yeah, I, like, felt abused in that situation, but in, a, like, a way that I wanted. <laughs> yes. And even though it was hot, turned yeah. turned you on. But afterwards, when you have, like, the post-nut clarity, and you're like... <laughs> Oh fuck, am I okay? And and you also the yeah. guilt sometimes, the guilt and the shame of being into something so extreme can really creep up on you, can creep up yeah. on both of you. Yeah. Like, and I wondered if he felt that way afterwards as well. Like, whoa, like yeah. why did I get off on that? Yes, yeah, and we don't talk about it and it needs to yeah. be talked about. Um when I because when I'm playing submissive, I love getting into no, the non-consensual psyche. And I've done this before with one night stands. Um, where I've in the middle of fucking I've been like how do you feel about me saying like no and stop and they're like oh yeah okay but afterwards I need to double check in because doing it in the moment is not good enough I need to check in afterwards and be like hey just to remind you that was something I wanted and I enjoyed that you're not a bad person you know I even do it now with Jacob especially if it gets so fucking extreme and I'm like some of the shit that come, I'm like, it hurts. Why are you doing this to me? Please stop. You know, like afterwards I have to literally be like, you know, that was, that was role play. I loved every moment of it. Yeah, You're a good yeah. person. I enjoyed that thoroughly, you know, like really reiterate because it can fuck people up. And those, why the, those conversations really do need to happen. It needs mm. to be like, it, I think it almost needs to be consented to because I did something stupid recently. Like quite mm. often I have role play with people where I'm like, oh, I want you to come inside me. And obviously oh. I'm not on birth control and sometimes not using protection. And I did it with the love bombing guy. Fuck man, I feel you. <laughs> he came inside oh me. And luckily yeah. it was like on my period and I was like, okay, this is probably like the best time for that to have happened. But yeah. I did not fucking mean actually do it. <laughs> but I yeah. didn't communicate that first. No, like in the moment, in, and the, in moment, the moment you're like, come inside me, but you're just, oh my God, imagine, imagine like, no, yeah. no, don't actually come inside me. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, complicated. You know, oh, we say so shit in the moment that we might not even fucking mean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's always good to have the pre-sex chat, the during sex chat, the post-sex chat. And even yeah. like the few days later when you've all processed that shit chat. Yeah. Um, it's like I've always said no to flogging, no to impact play, don't want it, don't like it. But now at the moment I'm like, okay i might maybe i'll give it a go maybe i will try but like that's scary and you need to do it with someone you feel safe and comfortable with yeah um also i need to bring this up words being called certain words so like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. had this really good chat recently with jacob about it like what kind of names nasty names do i like being called in bed and i was like oh really difficult because with my ex i fucking hated him saying anything anything like slut whore bitch absolutely hated it but when jacob does it it's quite a turn on huh so it's also thinking about who that person is do you actually feel safe with that person do you actually feel like they truly believe you're not a bitch whore or slut you know yes so yes it's like because some people say it and you're like oh yeah like that actually hurts mean that yes like especially oh my god and it's you know like the after the after argument sex and if they play around with that and they're calling you like yeah you fucking slut and you're like oh there's like it feels like there's some malice in there it feels yeah. like there's some real feelings it's so complicated because it's such a fine line but that's why communication is really fucking i don't like any language like that during sex being submissive like that's not what turns me on i want to be like princess submissive i want to be good girl i want to be baby girl i want to be treated so kind whilst you fucking use me Mm -hmm. and abuse me Yes, and that that's what I mean by like different types of submissive. You know, you've got yeah. like bratty submissive or like um what's it called? What's your type of submissive called? It's like P- princess. Pillow princess. Pillow princess. I don't know. Is that what, what is that called? called? Or like, you know, it's like praise kink kind the of pr- it is looking the praise after kink. You. And then there's also like the the DDLG kind of submissive where yeah. you're playing quite young um or like you know 
they make the decisions for you kind of thing and then there's like my fucked up type of submissive which is like super cnc like, <laughs> yeah and that's the only thing i get up on i actually don't like the i think i don't think i like praise kink anymore i'm done with it it takes me out of the, the headspace fuck yeah you know it's like good actually no 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 no, I think good girl sometimes. Oh, it depends. Good girl has to. No, it takes me out of it. I want like, shh, 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 just take it. Just fucking take it. <laughs> I'm horny, man. I'm fucking oh, horny. I'm so horny. This conversation has made me so horny. It's made me think like, I just need to find the, like what you were saying the other day. I need to find my kink community here. Yes, kink community. And just like, just explore the safest, some best stuff. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, Oh, it, it's and just like like-minded people where you just don't feel like yeah a fucking weirdo you know yeah it's okay feeling like a weirdo and i know we're talking a lot about females being submissive here and i know that's not fair because there are a lot of men there are a lot of penis owners that feel like they want to be submissive and i wish we yeah. had more advice but i think yeah it's hard oh, it's to just, come it's, from our point of view on all of it, that it really is it's it's just about communicating you cannot communicate enough with this stuff it is so yeah. important it's hard so if talking about it in person doesn't work you know write a letter send a text message send a voice note um find a video send them this fucking podcast you know yeah. podcast episode that can be really helpful yeah um but yeah, let yourself be known and heard that being submissive doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you any less of a feminist. It doesn't mean that you agree with that type of behavior outside of a safe environment. You know, yeah. this is in the fantasy safe world. This is when it's okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, just you just got to own being subby. If that's the thing that you love. Mm. And join our Facebook group full of like, like-minded people if you want to connect with other people that are into kink because the curious fuckers. <laughs> oh my goodness. We are kinky. Yes, we want, we want all the subs into that group, please. Oh, my friend in London messaged me yesterday saying that there's a new London kink sex party happening. Oh my God. Riot something. Uh, fucking Alice is going to that on Saturday. Yes. Yeah. 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 It looks really good. I'm. I'm going to um, uh, a a swing hub launch party. Oh. Oh. I'm excited. Yeah. For like the swingers, I'm very excited. Cool. Yeah. Gonna like that it's black cool. tie, so gonna be dressed up to the fucking nines. But yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the thing with being submissive and being kinky in general is that you just need to find your community and like talk to other people about feeling the same way and being into the same things mm -hmm. because it does make you feel so much better and more seen more heard and not like strange and weird and it is completely normal to feel all of these things yeah so yeah very very normal i also think if you have any kind of sub or dom bone or feeling in you or switch feeling you know like like looking for the right people to indulge with because if you don't then you might just be feeling unsatisfied sexually yeah. unsatisfied like i was for a long long time um i think it is really important to find find your community find those people you can play with and really yeah. just the best people are the ones that you can say your deepest darkest most fucked up fantasies to and they're like yeah man me too like that's great oh my god that makes so much yeah. sense or like I, I wouldn't do that myself but yo i think cool I've been denying myself. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's why I'm depressed. Because I'm just denying myself <laughs> kinky sex. Maybe. I feel maybe, like it, it's really unsexually It's part satisfying. of my personality. I mean, think about the most satisfying fucks that you've had or experience that you've had around sex. Like, do they revolve around kink? Or have they been just the vanilla stuff? Both... Like, oh, definitely kinky stuff is, like, high up there. But then, obviously, some of the best sex that I have were had was with Quarantine Bay. Just, like, yeah. galaxy. Mm. Like, you enter another galaxy. Closeness, slow sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, I'm on drugs kind Deep, of sex. I'm in love sex. Yeah, yeah I feel you. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's not. That's different, though. No, I'm 
Yeah, maybe it is. It's like a whole separate section of itself. Like you don't yeah. need kink when you have that kind of sex. I take don't. it back. I take it back. I'm sorry. I can't. You're like you do. I, I need. Can't. I need fucking. Kink. I I need kink to survive. Yeah. Um. Also, being a sub is very exhausting. Um. I know we've talked about sub drop and dom mm. drop, but just like making sure if you are gonna have sex, if you are having a scene, then have ample time to rest. Yeah. Don't do what I did yesterday, where I went and had a tickle scene with someone. And then went off and did a whole content day. I was fucking exhausted. I'm yeah, exhausted today. Actually, I was fine yesterday. I feel fucked today. Fuck. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. And a bit sad. I was a bit sad. I have like the sub drop and I need, yeah. I need cuddles, man. I need cuddles. <gasps> and I got fucked out with a strap on <laughs> last night as well. I don't know how I pulled out Fuck. the energy. Bro. <laughs> oh, where's Fuck. my aftercare? And it was like hefty fucking me. I'm so horny. You Help need me to <laughs> join join the BDSM kink speed dating, please. And just okay, if you don't want to do it by yourself, just do it for the pod, man. Do it for the pod. Okay, I've got a friend that I think will go with me. Yeah, journalistic exploration. Yeah. You, please, because I I need you to go because it's fucking interesting I, w- I went to a kink speed dating thing when i was in know. la staying with florence but florence you were too poorly weren't you you weren't yeah because well. we had the covid I'm pretty I'm sure, sure we, we had, had COVID. The, i'm pretty sure we had the covid oh the vid man yeah um, yeah yeah there's got to be some more stuff maybe not even that one but yeah yeah just use I'll it as an excuse it. to i've got kinky yeah. friends out here i just need to do the activities i just have too much social anxiety yeah that's fair but anyway i hope you curious fuckers enjoyed this episode on how to be a good sub we have been talking for probably way too long at this point but if you enjoyed this episode share it with everyone that you think will also enjoy it share it far and wide yes um we love talking about all things kink and if you have any big questions for us always feel free to ask us like we were we are here to answer your questions so please dm us on the instagram you can keep up to date with our stories and our posts any kinky stories like fuck off stories we should start the fuck off stories oh my goodness i don't know why we stopped that stories we need fuck off stories yeah, they so were curious great. fuckers, okay, whatever's going on, k- the kinkier the better. We love it. Yeah, we want kink. We love kink. And of course, you can follow us at Come Curious and our personal accounts, Florence Bark and Read Amber X. And as always, leave a rating and a review because it helps get this pod into more people's ears and helps people have better sex lives. That's what it's all about. Beautiful. We love it. We love it. We love Love you all so much. Love you so much. And yeah, see you next week. Tuesday, Thursday. Fucking hell. I'm never going to get that, bro. I'm never. (laughs) Can I just say cunt and then be done with it, yo? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.